Give us any chance, we'll take it. Read us any rule, we'll break it. We're gonna make our dreams come true. Welcome to Night After Night, a podcast about eight seasons in a row. I'm Lisa Fernandes, and... I am Chris Jai Wardna. Hello. And we're about to review The Feminine Mistake, directed by Joel Zwick and written by Chris Thompson. I bet you get some facts about them, don't you, Chris? So yeah, I've got some facts about uh, Chris Thompson here. He was uh, still working as a producer on the show and doing a lot of story consulting. This was his second episode of season four. He has three more to go for the series that he'll get direct writing credits on. And uh, later, Chris Thompson would go to work on mostly TV movies and other TV shows and... and uh, you know many other things. You know many different projects we've we've discussed before. Uh, one of the interesting things is that a while back he uh, he ended up doing the Disney TV series Shake It Up with Bella Thorne and Zendaya, which had all of its seventy five episodes of television directed by Joel Zwick, huh? which is all which is also cool. our factoid for today about Joel Zwick. Um, also about Joel, Mister Zwick. His ninth episode is this one, and he still has twenty more to go in his run on the show on Laverne and Shirley. So yeah, that guy's been prolific. That's awesome. That's, I didn't even know that. From, I didn't know that at all. So, okay. And here's the episodes about Laverne's development crush and Joey Mitchell, the coach of shots, baseball team reaches a feature pitch after she lands the winning run during a big game. They seem to be set to go to a big church bazaar and dance together when squiggy spies Joey with a dainty one title bomb. At the Pizza Bowl, leading to the revelation that Joey does not see Laverne as a romantic interest, but as a buddy, not ladylike to date or ask to win the dance. Hurt by Joey's words and the notion that no other guy will ever see her as a romantic prospect, Laverne vows to change her ways. When her new helpless girly act attracts Joey to her, she discovers that he might not be what she wants after all. Meanwhile, Lenny and Squiggy go camping near some Girl Scouts in pursuit of den mothers. What do you think of this one? Well, my first comment has to do with what happened when I watched this episode and told my mother about it before watching it with her later. Her immediate, I mentioned to her that he played an asshole in this episode, and she goes, oh, wow, that wasn't much of a stretch, was it? Oh, gosh, your mom. That's fabulous. Oh, your mom's the best. Your mom's the best. <laughs> she appreciates that. She says hi, by. She says hello, by the way. Uh, hi, um, your mom. <laughs> anyway, um, I, back on to the episode itself. Uh, it's it's one of those I like I like what this episode's about. Jay definitely brings it down. It's a very um, yeah. I guess what it is, I guess what it is is I, I I like the message of what this is going for. The idea of individuality, be yourself, and it was and it's and that's because that's the thing. It's sad to see Laverne pretzel herself, as you've put it before. Yes. And I appreciated seeing the resolution being very much. I got to stop doing that. And the show is actually and in respects, I wouldn't say it punishes her, but it corrects her in saying you don't need to do that. Yeah. 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 For once, the message and the moral here is perfection. Uh, this is probably the best moral the show ever teaches during its run. That it's a, there is no correct way to be a woman. However, it feels correct for you to present as a woman is the correct way. And no person has the right to look at you and say you're not a real woman. And that is a resonant message even today. Even today. Mm -hmm. It's an incredibly important message and it's great. Um... This one is 
alright to me. I don't know if Jay Leno just drags it in the basement for me. Um, I think uh, that maybe the subplot with the boys could have earned a little bit more attention. Yeah. That could have added... A, there should have been a couple more scenes. Or they didn't need to go all the way out to the woods because that really doesn't lead anywhere except to a sight gag in the tag scene. It's almost... It's almost that scene with the two of them almost exists to get them out of the way for the rest of the plot. Because they really don't have anything to do with the main plot except to introduce the complication of Joey being a dickhead. <laughs> Which is what he is. Because Joey's a big old sexist dickhead who can't accept that uh, women who are tomboys or butch or whatever are hot. Yep. So he can screw himself. Which, <laughs> yeah, and that, I mean, that's that's his, that's a him problem. That's not a the woman's yeah. fault there. He is, yeah. he is, uh, yeah. I guess that's the thing I like about the episode is that it takes him to task for it. But I agree that I think that those elements, when they're present, are very strong. But that exactly, there's those qualities around it that don't quite make it a cohesive. I almost wonder if, in some respects, there's a lot of time spent getting Laverne to be frou frou, and. That's you know that's good you know that's those are those are some funny bits the bum at the baseball diamond um we'll talk about him in a second um you know it's an interesting sort of counterpoint because at the yeah. you know the interesting irony is right at the end Jay's behavior makes him look just as much of a sexist pig as the bum at the, at the yes. baseball field you know yes. that's 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 theming yes. I almost wonder in terms of integrating the boys or integrating Edna more directly into it perhaps yeah. Because I, I, I love, uh, there's that line, my mom had a good response to it, but it's Edna where she says, um, da, 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 da. yeah, take it, yeah, take it from a woman who's been married five times, there will always be other guys. Yeah. And yeah. I, I remember my yeah. my mother responded like, whoa, you know, but at the same, yeah. you know, as well, almost kind of like, yeah, she she would know because uh, yeah. Because she's been with with many different men that have you know tried to be there for her and they've failed and it's like yeah it's not you it's 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 the men at a certain at a certain point you have to understand yeah. it's the men you know yep yep yep, yep yep she has because culturally we she, train yeah. men to be terrible yeah exactly it's worth mentioning before we dive into the breakdown here this is the first of two appearances Jay Leno will make on the show he appears as an entirely different character in the dreaded season eight. In one of the strangest episodes in the show's long run. Uh, we'll get back to that and when we get back to that. But um, yeah, this is our very first major appearance of Leno as a guest star, I think. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure this is his first major TV guest starring role. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I didn't do bother with the research there, partly just because it's it's Jay Leno. You either know or you yeah. don't. You can you feel free to look it up yourselves. The people that are more obscure that show up on the show, I feel, deserve the attention. Yeah. Yeah. You still like Jay Leno. I can't believe you. We're team Conan I, in this house. It's 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 the Conan thing. It is the Conan yeah. thing. My mom cannot was was very against him being in here. I was kind of against him being in there. And I always found him kind of obnoxious when I was a kid anyway. I was a Letterman guy growing yeah. up, personally. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. The baseball scene that opens this episode is super charming. It is. The irony of Squiggy being awful at baseball when baseball is one of David's big passions is really funny. It's super cute. Uh, yeah. David is was so is. I shouldn't say was. David is so into baseball 
that he became a baseball scout um, in the 90s and zeros, and he worked for several major league teams. Uh, he's a huge Pittsburgh Pirates fan, and that was referenced in Lenny's Crush, and it is kind of referenced here in him standing there in Pirates Orange and Black. So, yes, that was a neat little... Nice no. touch. Very nice. Yes, nice little touch. And uh, I, I especially love uh, Shirley's cheerleading. My mother immediately commented, there's no cheerleading in baseball. Um, <laughs> she, was, she was laughing about it, though, but it was, it was definitely, you know, the joke lands. And she spells, give me an S, give me a Q. You know, and it's like, what's that spell? And uh, Steven? And he turns around and pop. <laughs> oh, the timing on that is, uh, is glorious. And this, whoa, as he falls over. Uh, I love that. There's uh, no, as everybody knows, baseball does not need cheerleaders, as you just pointed out. But Shirley has clearly inserted herself into the team in the only position that she can play successfully, and that's cheerleading. Mm -hmm. It kind of suits her in a way, but yeah, she's even kind of bad at cheerleading for Cheryl. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of passion, a lot of heart. I give her, I give her that. Yeah, yeah, so she looks nice in her little outfits. Um, Carmine gets a great line here as Squiggy gets beamed and he gets walked off. The batter gets his base. The pitcher gets congratulated. <laughs> I love that bit. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, and Car Carmine psyching him out was a nice touch, too. Yeah, and exactly. I And I just absolutely love Squiggy. It's like, Babe Ruth's life flashed before my eyes. <laughs> Did you know the babe was afraid of dogs? Oh, man. Yep, and then yeah, we get yeah we get the Joey introduction as the coach or the yeah. guy who's kind of head of the team and and yeah. butt taps, which is already kind of a clue that this guy doesn't look at Laverne quite in that fashion. Yeah. And of course, fittingly, you know, Laverne gets the home run. Yep, yep, and, and yep. which which okay, we discussed this. This is barely successful. She should have been out because of yes. the, as the and it's it's just a it's a case of uh, you know just I don't know it's the the ref it's very soft refing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the umpire and the catcher and Carmine are arguing with one another. Umpire Carmine yeah. is sitting there arguing with the catcher because the catcher is arguing that it's out of bounds, but Carmine doesn't care. I say, if I say, it's safe. Um, I loved Lenny's excitement over getting to be on base finally for the first time all season. <laughs> he runs in the opposite direction. So it's really yeah. the two of them who pull in that victory. It's really the two of them who pull in the victory. They, for all of his lack of direction, he does know how to run the bases. Two of them hey. put the team oh, over the dope, top. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, I see I see where you're going with that. Okay. No, I'm not going to. I don't have to say it. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, it's, it, it, I was just going to say it's another another relatable element of Lenny, though, because, yeah, I've, I've played softball yeah. a little bit or a little bit of, you know, quote-unquote baseball with plastic bats, you know, when I was younger and... I'm terrible at it. I'm not a sports ball guy. I mean, the one, only one I had some sort of reasonable amount of skill was um, basketball. Yeah. It's, so when Lenny's like, yeah, it's, it, I, I yeah. absolutely agree. It's, it's a cute touch. It's a cute touch. There's a lot of cuteness in this opening scene that went, won me over pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the way everything is staged is really, really cute. And of course, Laverne falls hard for Joey. Joey carries her off the field in victory. Joey gets caught. Almost a caught. <laughs> She needs, she's safe. She's safe. She's safe. 
I uh, I just I'm just waiting for like you know this to be this little uh, concussion counter at the bottom of the screen gets superimposed. Yeah, at this point, like half the cast is concussed due to what they have done. Oh boy! Uh, then we move into the church dance and bazaar cookies. Yes, which is such an interesting um, idea because the girls aren't really that religious. It's implied that Laverne goes to Sunday mass with Frank all the time. At one point, uh, but the girls aren't like intensely into like religious stuff, so it's amusing that she's just going all this work for the church bazaar. What was your note? You're saying your note. My note was get your stinking hands off those cookies. <laughs> I love everything about the cookies. I love that idea that mm. um, sure goes to all this trouble. Laverne eats the cookies, even though they're half burnt. <laughs> Duncan John the Baptist in the milk eventually. Right. My mother commented, oh, she's baptizing him. Oh, that's perfect. Your mom's great. That's perfect. That's fabulous. I love that. Oh, goodness. And of course, Laverne thinks she's going with Joey to this dance. She's not. I don't know how she came to that conclusion. <laughs> it's like he's clearly not into her that way at this point in the episode. How the heck did she come to the conclusion they were going to dance together if she hasn't asked him? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Which I mean, you've, which you would have, which again you would have figured after the mortician she would have just asked the guy out. Yeah, yeah. Just asked the girl. Yeah. This little verb too. She's not timid. Mm-hmm. Exactly. She's just done this already. Oh, man. And thus enter the boys in their scouting outfits, squeaking <laughs> a coonskin cap. Oh God, yeah. So which okay, not not so fast. A couple of things we wanted to ask you. Which which yes. side should my tail hang from? <laughs> In front of your face. I told you. Told you. That improves your profile ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, and uh, the junior chipmunk troop, and that I oh God, the the uh, thankfully they're going after the den mothers, but man, yeah. that that got pretty close there. Yeah, yeah. they weren't gonna go there. They, they showed fact like lampshade that, that it was disgusting, and they weren't gonna. Go in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. One of these attraction Amazons hit that people would go there anyway. <laughs> Amazons. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, God. God. Oh, speaking of, okay, speaking <laughs> of the boys, the, the the joke, God can only work so many miracles. Hello. That was uh, yes. it's a good one. That's a, a good one this week. It's a great door gag. That's a great door gag. You know, I, I'm thinking of uh, how there's an interesting reversal of the, you know, who would want to date us? And there's the, unless, of course, we could get dates right now. A very determined approach. No, thanks. The frown face. But it just made me think of, um, yeah. I think it was How You Neighbor Book 2, right? It's like, in the yes. condition we're in, what, who would ever want to uh, take, take us out? Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then as we go into the Joey, Joey, Joey's taking me. It's like, yeah. ah, Joey. And then it's like, then we get to get to hear the wonderful uh, pronunciation of Teitelbaum. Teitelbaum. I can't Teitelbaum. do it. I can't do it perfectly. Teitelbaum. I can't do it perfectly. You need to hear the way David does it because the way David did it was it's, chef's mwah. kiss perfect. It's, yes. Yes. Good. Yes. Yeah. The brain chair. Yep. yep. You can see Penny Marshall, by the way, trying not to crack up. And she's really <laughs> holding on during this whole scene. I can't blame her because Dave's really good. It's really good. I wonder if that was like a last minute addition during rehearsals, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or he just improv it just to get her. 
<laughs> oh man, it's a good one. Bomb. And then there, Laverne goes to pretzel. My my notice, Laverne, stop pretzeling. Yes, oh, uh, I liked God. the line. They're called den mothers, and they're so prepared. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and no, then, there's. I, hey, I yeah. I'm not gonna lie. A prepared woman is very very attractive. Yeah, the old bizarre dance. Uh, is a great is a great line too. And the boys wanting to go. The girls, the girls turn them mm-hmm. down. Uh, to think What's we could have had another good high neighbor book two type situation, but no, yeah. we have to get Jay Leno. The Burns just should have gone with Lenny. That's always going to be my point of view. <laughs> uh, it's a, just like you have to watch an episode where she's sexually attracted to Jay Leno. I have to say she's not sexually attracted to him, and it's like. Does this make mental sense to you? Does this make any sense to anybody ever? Uh, love is blind. Love is blind. But yes. It's so yes, blind. Yes. 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 But we're, we're still, the jury's still out on the deaf, dumb, and unable to set smell. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh, 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 before we fade into the pizza bowl scene... We have to mention the boys trying to steal Shirley's cookies. Steal the food. Yes. yes, I have that in my notes. Yep. Thou shalt not steal. And they look up. And yeah, they look up in such horror. Such horror. It's a yes, great touch. Yes. Beautiful. Well, when the universe gives you that kind of message, you gotta, gotta put the cookie down. Uh, yeah. I love the first uh. line. I'm just gonna go down and use the ladies' room. That's a great line. But yes, enter Laverne to the Pizza Bowl. Uh, there is a really, 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 really great little scene between Frank and Laverne here. It's really cute. So good. It's so good. Yeah. You know, you're making my head hurt. Yes. <laughs> I love. I, yeah, his every line delivery God. Frank has in this, you know, just Phil just kills it. You yeah. know, it's yeah. like that's another question. Know other, you know, yeah. I don't know from other people. I only know from other orders. <laughs> oh, Look great. about when he's finished. We all do. Please believe me. I'm already doing a favor for your friend Shirley. I'm making a pizza. It looks like Noah's Ark. And Ma noticed the bit where he points out that has two of everything. I didn't catch that. She pointed yeah. that out to me. Yeah, yeah, that was a joke too. Everything he, he said. How the heck do you do that? And he was all oh, two everything: two pepperoni, two kinds of cheese, two sausages. Yeah. Yeah. Two two peppers, two different types of onions, two types yes. of uh, olives, two types of fish. Yes. yes. There you go. There you go. Hey, it, it could be done. It and, could be done. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, I noticed this. It, I did, we both pointed this out, I think. As soon as Laverne goes over to the uh, the men's room door, to do you see the guy in the background by the jukebox who also has another it's – a, it's a couple, actually – but you see the guy in the main shot, the main medium shot, medium profile, and they are like, oh, yeah, this is what I come to the pizza bowl for. It's the drama. It's the shenanigans. It's the hijinks. What's going to happen? Like totally excited anticipation. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my main note right here is God, they're trying to make Leno sexy. Tried. It's <laughs> my big note here. Tried. Uh Trying. Tried. Operative word is trying. Uh, yeah, but I love. He's it's how- it's like he's he's sexy in a 
early 80s Ron Jeremy sort of way, I guess. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I can see it now. Oh, I can see it now. No. Which, given certain things that have come to light regarding Mr. Jeremy, that's unfortunate. God, no. No, not the hedgehog. No. <laughs> oh, God. I keep forgetting that's his nickname. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's his nickname. I love that I even recalled that. I don't know why that came from the recesses of my brain. Um, so Laverne's just like anticipatory, knocking, knocking until she's punching this dude. It's <laughs> like a really great little physical mm-hmm. comedy moments. And then she sits down with this guy and she's like, they're sharing interests. And then, you know, it starts to light bulb that he just sees her as a buddy. She's too tomboyish to properly attract him as a helpless and dainty female or female companion and joey establishes himself as a jerk okay i want to mention my note here regarding that you're a terrific kid but not exactly the kind of gal a guy would take to a dance and my response to that is oh fuck you dude Uh, future me can believe that if necessary anyway yeah. um <laughs> let's say the f word let's say the f word stuff it's pg-13 i only used it once um uh, fuck fuck anyway <laughs> oh great thanks great okay cool <laughs> light, uh, we're in light r territory now oh geez oh we'll just edit it out <laughs> it's fine anyway we'll um <laughs> did anyone notice that jay leto looks like a bad howdy doody puppet with the eye makeup and lashes oh here God. Oh, God, who does he look like? He looks like a puppet from uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse, and I can't remember which puppet he looks like, but he looks like a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know he looks like Troy Tempest in a cowboy outfit, that's for sure. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Perfect. This is another reminder of why Phones was my favorite character on that. Phones and Marina were my favorite characters in that in that show. I'm referencing Stingray, by the way. Anyway. Uh, beautiful. Yeah. So he's a dick. Uh, Laverne describes her ability to chug a lug as a gift, which, considering what happened in uh, Look For Your Leap, I don't know if it is. Um, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> well, it's like I'm in trouble or near trouble. Yep, 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 yep. Won yep, that yep. contest and then spent a long time throwing up. We still don't know why. Um, <laughs> uh, and then he's a dick. My actual note on this is, God, he's an idiot. Marry your fist, fucko. Oh, nice. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that was my That's actual note. Damn, uh, dude. I'm going to have to remember yeah. that one. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so... Yeah, I, this yeah, is yeah. this is this is just a strange rub and i'm I'm glad it's like it's yeah. i glad that they talk about it in this episode and they yeah. treat it as a negative yeah. the way that this guy behaves and it yes. comes really yeah. to light at the end because you know you yeah. really is what would be kind of the healthier response is for him to say i you know i don't look at you that way not because you're one of the guys it's just because i just don't feel about you that way that's the if he was a nice guy he's not and exactly. he's he's instead the kind of you know this is the kind of thing where people's perception of you, at some point you have to learn that that's a, that's a them problem yeah, at exactly. some point. Exactly. Exactly. Because he is so freaking controlled by what he has been told a woman is like. Uh, he believes that a girl should be a certain kind of person to in order to spend time with him and that's just ludicrous a woman is a woman is a woman is a woman she says she is a woman 
Yep. And that's it. All you have to do is identify that way. You are a woman. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. We, haven't said, we haven't said trans rights or human rights on the show yet, have trans, we? Trans, trans lives matter also. Yes, 100%. Thumbs and up. Trans rights are human rights. Yes. Yes, they are. Exactly. Laverne is once again cutting herself into ribbons for a dude who would rather step on her face than bend for her. And it's just like, ugh, uh, Laverne, stop doing this to yourself, girl. And she does this, she never stops doing this to herself. And you feel so bad yeah, for her. <laughs> yeah, it's narrated, narrator voice. She didn't stop doing that to herself. Tragically, no. Oh, narrative boy. voice. She continued to do that to herself, only worse. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, um, so we get the, the moment of, you know, the gals, Edna and Shirley, tracking her down to the baseball diamond. And I... I do feel this scene goes on a tad yes. long, but I did think there was, yeah. you know, it was a good, it was a good use of the set itself because it's an interesting way of yes. her almost like you kind of see her moving in the direction of wanting the lesson for Fru Fru. And like, there is a sense of her thinking, I'm going to have to give this up yeah. for a while. Like, am I willing to give it up? So it was a good yeah. use of the location. I know yeah. it's a reused location, but it was, yeah, and this has always been a part of who she is. Exactly. She has always loved baseball. She's always been playing baseball ever since she was very young. And she's just like sitting there trying to contemplate, is this guy worth it? And she decides for the moment he is worth it. Why? Evan knows. Because he ain't worth it. He ain't worth uh, the dirt underneath her fingernails. Mm. But I love Edna's function in this scene. I love Shirley's function in this scene. I um, love the way Edna points out that it's not worth doing this to herself because there are millions of guys in the sea and if he, if a man wants you to change for him then it's not worth it mm-hmm. and my and my big note here is end of my queen get him when that bum tries to be disgusting that's that is my main note there get him get his ass yeah. oh man it's yeah, and I guess it's 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 interesting how it's like we get these cute hijinks, but just it's like yeah, like intrinsically there's still this feeling of like uh, Laverne don't yeah. do this. And I guess I guess I don't know. We keep emphatically saying this, I think, just also because we've seen so many people around us, you know, buying into these things. You know, it's not like we're saying that this, you know, this like oh well, we need to change things to fit what I want. It's it's not some narcissistic thing. It is about the fact that we see so many people being unhappy. We just want people to be happy being themselves, which is what the message of this episode is. Yes, beautiful. Me- uh, once again, a beautiful message. Yep. Um, that said, it is cute to see the Fru Fru lesson, and in in some places, uh, parts of it, it's a little overdone for for my my taste, you know, comedy wise. But yeah, you know, I'm particular about comedy. <laughs> the certain amount of cringe, embarrassment, humor I'm willing to take, although yeah. the Shirley Shimmy Walk. Um, so great. And then, and Laverne's response to that, I, I, I've been walking sexy since I grew this tush here. Yeah, it's a great line. That's such a great line. Uh, uh, I love, that, of course, Shirley reverts to the Shirley shimmy, because if it's yeah. worked on Carmine for years, it will surely work on any man. Which it, <laughs> it, I'm, I'm sorry, it won't. It's a cute shimmy, but I, I would. <sighs> Okay, if I'm being honest, it's almost a little pitiful, you know, for me. Yeah. Like if a woman tried to a woman tried to do that to me in an unironic sense, by the way. So, yeah. so I shouldn't try the Shirley shimmy on you. Understood. 
I mean, I'm not saying uh, that you you can't try. Besides, you, you know, you, yeah. you, you you're you're a sexy woman. You adapt it. There you go. Yeah, you but it's oh, um but yeah i mean and my mom got a giggle out of the the whole thing and the maybe 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 <laughs> uh nothing to it oh, i i the bum yelling that's that's the way i like my women nice and sassy that was oh funny yeah when, when the bum is a creep. yeah that's that's a great bit yeah when uh edna yeah. bops him on the head yeah yeah you're yeah. teaching laverne how to be a lady we should teach this man how to be a gentleman yeah, this is a great line dialogue. Edna is a badass. Yeah. This episode, she's so great. Rest in peace, I Betty. Love we love her. you. We love you so much. We love you. We love you, Betty. You rule. You rule. Um, uh, you rule back then. You still rule wherever you are right now. Uh, forever. When Laverne came out with the line, I'm not the kind of girl a guy would take to a dance. All I can think of is Lenny asking you to the ball. I mean... Yeah. He almost asked her here to go is, and dance with him. Oh man, dude. Yeah. We've we've had so many cases of this this issue, the continuity. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even the continuity. It's like he counts as a guy. He has asked you to dance this before. Definitely counts somehow. Okay. Uh and then Laverne turns to Scarlet O'Hare as a role model because she uh did well in a book report in regards to Scarlet, and I went, Oh god, no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The uh, uh, at the very least, there's the, the the it comes back around at the end, and it's like you know, to be honest, Cheryl, I hated Gone with the Wind, and I was like, yes, phew. Oh, oh um, before we get too ahead of ourselves, um, yes, Jack Perkins as the bum. Yes, 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 yes. He does a good, darn good job, and I didn't even recognize that that was him. Mm-hmm. So for, for so the, this is his final spot on the show, and uh, oh. yeah, so we're gonna say farewell to uh, Jack here, Jack Perkins. Oh. Wow, um, and uh, yeah. yeah, he he famously for us, you know, played the uh, the patient in Angels of Mercy, who was able to stay yes. very very still and not laugh and not break character and be just balanced enough to probably help with the stunts of that gag. And uh, he also, I'm just going to double check here because I forgot to write down what other episode he was in. Um, oops. Just edit the see. future, Chris. That's fine. It's fine. Uh, he was the bartender. And buddy, can you spare a father? So that was also, so yeah. So he's, um, oh, wait a minute. I do have a note here. Hang on a second. Thanks. We That's, that's right. Here is my note. It's his final spot on the show. And we just would like to say thanks, Jack, for helping us laugh at love again and again. We will forever remember you as the patient who much physical comedy happened around and the bartender who watched Shirley work out her daddy issues. He, interestingly, was also in Ron Howard's Grand Theft Auto and an episode of Blansky's Beauties because of fucking course he was. Uh, everybody was in Blansky's Beauties. Almost everybody. If you were in a Marshall vs. show, you did Blansky's Beauties and you smiled. Uh. <laughs> and it's just a case of don't, don't worry about it. You're not gonna... It, it won't be remembered. Um, oh wow, he also was the ma- holy crap! I totally forgot about. Th- I didn't spot this before. I'm going through his IMDb page to look up his uh, if he was still alive, and I didn't realize he also was the master of games in uh, Star Trek TOS. Oh, cool! I'm pretty sure I've seen that episode. That is yeah. awesome. Anyway, though, Jack Perkins did sadly pass away 1998 Aww. at the age of 76 on March 7th, Van Nuys, California. Aww. 
But anyway, he had a, a long career, 114 credits. So, yep, uh, he also did stunts on so many things uncredited, including uh, quite a few. Actually, whoa, hold that thought. A lot of stunts on, um, what's his name? Clint Eastwood movies, including Paint Your Wagon and Magnum Force. Oh, wow. That huh. is neat. I did not even know that. I never would have guessed. I had no clue. Damn, man. And he was doing Either. that in his, like... It, yeah, I mean, actually, okay, he was he was in his 30s, so he's still in the, the range. I know stunt guys that are in their 70s now, so. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not a prerequisite that you're going to die if you do stunt work. It's not like professional yeah. wrestling where you just go, when you hit, like, 60, sadly. Right. Anywho, um, yeah, the bum. He was good as the bum. And, and him starting to, like, practically cry at the <laughs> Laverne's version of the shimmy. It's like, yeah. it's just like. Yes. Like, oh. <laughs> oh god and of course uh laverne arranges to meet joey joey shows up in his stupid waders thinking they're gonna go fishing and surely for some reason puts on an ultra feminine act too acting like she's laverne's maid and some made for some reason uh yeah. laverne shows up in a dress that looks like they crafted it from the Lizzie Borden dress, doesn't it? It does. It right. does. A bit, yeah. Yeah. It's a cute dress. I like the dress. I'm not super fond yeah. of the hair. Um but it's, it's not that's that's not my style. I just don't yeah. like that. That style just doesn't look good on most people in my opinion. It's yeah. it's a it's a kind of a combo thing. It has to have the right combination of factors and that type of hair looks fine. Anyway, uh, that, that's yeah. not Penny's worst hairstyle on the uh on the episode, on the show, though, ever. No, we're gonna, we're going to get there at season eight when she just has like a shag cut that looks kind of moldy. Wait, we what haven't gotten the there yet. Did you want a, huh? Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Season eight. Season eight, uh, when everybody just gives up and suddenly they're in the eighties. Jeez Louise. Oh. Um, the thing I was going to mention before I forget is my mother's comment when Joey comes in with the rubber pants. My mom looks and takes one look at him and sees his reaction. They should be. They cost enough. And Maya goes, he's kind of a clod. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. The, the, watching this yeah. episode with my mother was just listening to her dunk on Jay Leno for 20 minutes. <laughs> Your mom is amazing. Your mom is so cool. I, I oh, hope yeah. our listeners I hope our listeners agree because because yeah this this one might be pushing it a bit for some people. Oh, uh, oh I think they like your mom out there in TV land <laughs> or they. internet land. It depends where you're watching us. I have no clue where you're watching us. You can be watching us on your Roku's. You can watch us on a pad. You can watch us anywhere. For all I know I am on your TV set right now. Uh, yeah, but I love the line. Hello, my gentleman caller. She's trying so hard, but the whole scene is a shit show, to be honest. Yeah, she's laying on a little yeah. thick. Yep, 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 yep. And he falls for it, so what kind of idiot is he? True. Uh, Good point. Scootapie. <laughs> it reminds me of the guys that go to strip clubs and fall for the act, you know? Oh, no. God, those guys, and then they wait outside the club trying to get a date. But yep. you said you liked me. I wanted your money, idiots. Yeah, that's yep. that's 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 the game, man. That's how it's played. Yep, 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 yep. 
Yeah, Cindy mentions that that one moment where she gets knocked off the arm of the sofa and lands on her bottom was uh, the one stunt that where she actually got a little hurt. She landed and thought, that's gone forever, according to the second reunion show. Oh, man. So she tweaked her back or, or such uh, doing that fall, apparently. Oi. Uh, boom. I... I do have to give credit to whoever rearranged the Girl with the Wind music that ends up in the background of the scene where they tweaked it just enough where it's recognizably a reference to that uh, while being simpler and uh, fitting the Laverne Shirley theme in general, the Milo in general. Uh, I thought it came out nice. The orchestration and the and the background music did come out nice in this particular episode. For once, I'm happy to say that. Though we did have a musical substitution, I think, on the Peaceable scene. Uh, uh, Peaceable scene, I think, and then for sure it's at the uh, it's at the front, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they took out Take Me Out to the Ball Game again. Which, for goodness gracious, why is that not in the public domain? Copy- this copyright. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I understand copyright law to the extent with which I, you know, I do understand the benefits I get from it. I understand why it's there. I do think there are aspects of it which are nuts. So, yeah, restrictive. I don't know. Change my mind. Whatever. I'm going to be sipping some water. Yeah. Anyway. um, So, yeah, into the scene, though. They're they're back and forth. The feminine, the stuff, the Wanda. Why don't you go with me instead? I'd love to. And smooch. Uh, God. Yeah, and Laverne seems to get just what she wanted, and turns out, oops. Oops. You man, don't get to play with it, play anymore. No more of that. Now that Laverne is a real woman. Uh, uh, you know, real women don't go around in jeans acting crazy. I know you're not really like that. Uh, I love that she bites him. She should have bit harder. She would. She should have drawn blood. Yeah. Drew, draw yeah. the first blood, Laverne. You know you want to. Sup from your enemy's veins! Sup from them! Oh, God. Yeah, he's such a dick, and this turns into a great speech. Laverne Fazio is a real woman, even though she likes to play ball and wear jeans. Mm-hmm. And then she defends her own goose laugh, and, you know, it's so great. All of it's great, and Shirley gets to witness all of it. My notes on this scene. Shut up, Joey. Fuck yeah, Laverne. <laughs> My two <laughs> Yeah, my mine is. I knew you were faking it. Fuck you, Joey. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And I told you about this off <laughs> off mic, which is um, dunk the milk girl and kick him in the bits. Yeah, which is a great note. I love that note. And of course, we all hate gone with the wind, Laverne. <laughs> yeah, that a girl. Uh, then and then we get lesson learned music, which we haven't heard in a while, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and. This is such a lovely scene, which affirms that Chili's idea of like giggly, more outwardly presenting feminine kind of womanhood is just as valid as Laverne being a tomboy or being more butch. And anything in between is just as valid. Even though they have different ways of expressing who they are, they are still valid women. And that is so important and it's so good even now it's an important me- it's an important message it's just wow it's good yep it's a good it's a good show it's a good it's a good message 
It's yes, good content. Yes, and I like that. I think we're good the way we are. Yeah, we yes. are. That's the exchange. And I, I just, my oh, last little line sick. for that scene, my last little note for that scene is sisterhood for the win. Yes, yes, yes. A perfect note to end that little exchange on. That's wonderful. Ah, yeah. Yeah. It, and we get, and then we get the tag scene. The how could you stand yeah. there and lie when you have the entire Old Testament and the road to Damascus in your mouth? <laughs> oh gosh! And Chula honestly looks like she French fried those cookies, but Lauren's just eating the heck out of them. Just and your junkie John the Baptist. Your junkie John the Baptist. Just still such a great line. I mentioned it earlier. Still great. Yep. And then the boys return from their camping trip with a big surprise. <laughs> oh, man. Did you notice? I, I, I know on my DVD, I just want to point this out. There's a bad edit where there's one shot of the girls. One of the medium shots is having to use a different source. It's not using oh. the cleaned up restored print. It's like a really bad TV uh, tape. Okay. I did not notice this. This is new information. should look for that next time I watch it because I did not notice that at all. I love the easy scope joke here, but I also love that Shirley refuses to close her eyes. Shirley knows crap is ahead of her. So she refuses to close her eyes, but Laverne's like, oh, I'll be fine. I'll close my eyes. <laughs> and that skunk must have impeccable aim because only one he gets uh, ends up sprayed. Squigging the girls will run for their lives. Really not a not good, good idea, idea to scream to... and scare the skunk like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry Hold I got on. through it first. Oh, yeah, it's perfect delivery from Michael, though. I, I, I'm pale imitation, yeah. pale imitation. Yes, 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 in his face. And thus is he forced to take a bath. <laughs> perfect recompense for that. Yeah, uh, and with toma- probably with tomato juice or something. Yep, yep, with tomato juice. So it was a smell like tomatoes and skunk for weeks. <laughs> Poor Lenny. Oh, man. Uh. Awesome. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, I guess is that is that all we got for this episode? Yeah, I think it is. At least it is on my end. Cool. So it's time for ranking. Um, I six and a half, maybe maybe a, you know, just because I the message was strong enough, and there's some cute, there's very cute to it, but the the fruit was a little, it's cringy for me, which just makes it uncomfortable. But yeah, I really like the girls, and you know, it, it Jay is good at playing a, a a cad, which I you know, and this is the thing: we're giving him a lot of crap for things that he has done in his life and other parts of his career. Yeah. Um, but it's a case of you can tell he knows he's playing the bad guy in this part, and he probably that either means he's on board enough with the message of the episode, which you know he he he's doing his job well. Um, yeah. But um, anyway, it was it was good. The dress is cute. The snacky time is cute. Um, Frank gets a nice bit. The boys get some good work. But yeah, it's it's you know inconsistent in places. So you know six and a half. You know it's better than average, but not by too much. Exactly, exactly. Um, for me, this is about yeah. It's about a. Ooh, I'm gonna go a little bit higher with a uh, six point nine ish. Nah, six point six ish. Around there, yeah. Um. The message is invaluable and important, and it's delivered beautifully. The problem is we have to live with Laverne being in Pretzel Town for a while. Yeah. We have to watch her once again twist herself into little tiny pieces for a dude who's not appreciative. 
which is an annoying plot line. Uh, everything with the boys is entirely superfluous and like, almost doesn't really need to exist in this episode. And I have to add that, however, everything else works very nicely. The baseball framing scenes work very well. And then Shirley's little bits are perfection. Even Leno, you know, Leno does do well with what he is given. I gotta give him credit for that. And Penny really holds it together as Laverne. She's really good as Laverne in this particular episode. That, that's always, but you know. In this particular episode, she just nails it. Uh, this frustration and this desire to be someone she's not, and then discovering her own backbone once again. That's wonderful, I think. So yeah, yeah. It's not perfection, but it's an important message. So yeah. I say watch it for the message alone. Right, right. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. And I have one last note for my mother. It was weird seeing Jay Leno, but it was really good at playing the jerk. <laughs> I don't know. Bro- broken record at this point. But yeah. Anyway. I um, love that. Oh, my goodness. But yeah. I think that covers it for uh, this week. Yes, indeed. Awesome. I believe it does. All right. And if you would like to know more, you can join us at Night F Night PC on Twitter or Night After Night Pod on Facebook, uh, as well as Tumblr and WordPress. And hey, maybe even that Patreon. Throw us some dough. Throw us some scratch, man. Get us some bread. Anyway, I don't know what it is that we're doing next. So what's the next episode, Lisa? And I promise I'll not do this voice again. Thank you, Bab Dylan. (laughs) Ah. When everything starts to fall apart at Knapp Street, the girls try to take their complaints to Edna, but Edna does not have time to get to their issues immediately. A tenants meeting results in them trying to go to the city, which results in Edna facing a huge fine unless everybody teams up and fixes up the building. This is the tenants are revolting. Sounds good. All right, yeah, so we will have, uh, well... Uh, we'll have some revolt. We'll have some revolution. We'll have some uprising. I don't know. Things go kind of crazy. I might need to go see a specialist for that. Anyway, hope you'll join us next time for Night After Night podcast as we cover the tenants are revolting. Thanks, everybody. Don't go teen your landlords. Mm-hmm.